Well, we had some occurrence happen in the woods with our adventurers when you last heard from them. And they all just saw a flash of white and then they later wake up in a place that doesn't seem to actually make sense. And we have Doric's incursion into this realm that doesn't make sense. Would you say we were essentially knocked unconscious kind of feeling when we saw that white light? It would have been more of a give me an arcana check. Starting off strong. So it would almost feel like so you'd feel that blast of this energy and then you just feel nothingness. And then feelings start to come, but they're not feelings. It's more like it's more like a projection of yourself. So like playing a third person game? Kind of. Kinda of, think of it kinda of like um so the way Doric understand this is Doric basically collapsed basically entered this clearing. And then everything went blank. And the next thing he feels is he feels like he doesn't feel anything from his body. Like he doesn't actually feel anything on his body, but you can feel this magical presence around you. So it's almost like your essence has been put somewhere else. An out of body experience, if you will. Confused, confused, and looking around. Where, where am I? What, what happened? What, what's going on? Theo, guy. So you, where are you? So when you look around, you see your companions. They are in some kind of um, like sticky substance on the wall. Ooh. It's like they're not. It's like they're there, but they're not there at the same time. Uh, kind of the same feeling you kind of feel, but you can see them on this wall. They're not moving. This stuff kind of drips off the wall. This very slow, steady, just dripping sound. There's this weird, kind of cloudy, multicolored light all around you in this room. Um, give me a perception for more in-depth description. So, you notice you're in some kind of library, like some kind of arcane study. There are bookshelves that are on like a second level uh, below where little are different workstations, and on the walls where your friends are are just this blank stone wall. And they appear to be almost like a... um, It's almost like something captured them. Because you look at them, they're not not really corporeal, but they're not... They're not, like, ghostly either. They're somewhere in between. And if you kind of look down at your hands, you notice the same thing about yourself. 
and in this weird like rainbowy light every so often there is a streak of uh this blue lightning that jumps between these four there's these four orbs in the area of the room you're at and they jump across and arc over this chair to another orb on the other side of the room and every so often in those flashes you can see this incredibly desiccated body strapped into a bed do the orbs kind of look like the first, the, the orb that we got from the other spire, or just completely different? Looking? They do kind of look like the orb from the other spire. Um, and you notice that whenever there is not like a lightning strike, you'll see whatever orb just had a lightning strike come off of it, you'll see this, uh, you'll see like fire kind of whisk off of it, or you'll see water, or you'll see this cloud of something will just kind of appear and then all of a sudden it gets sucked into the orb and this bolt gets shot to the orb in the back of the room. Um, can I walk over towards one of my companions to like take a closer look at them just to make sure? Like can I move? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, um, you can move around. I'll uh, go look over at Theo and kind of like try and touch the goo just to see like Theo, are you there? Can you hear me? Sad. Yeah. So it appears that Theo doesn't react to any kind of stimulus as you walk up and yell and kind of grab at his uh, cocoon he's in. Mm-hmm. But you notice as well when you when you moved over there, you didn't feel like you were walking. You just kind of drifted that way. Okay. Was there any kind of goop or anything where I started at? Um, you notice as you're walking around, you're leaving this trail of sub- substance behind you. Uh-huh. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. The lights, it's all coming from the orbs and stuff, right? Yeah, so the orbs will kind of light up with this rainbowy light. An effect will happen, and then all of a sudden it'll all get sucked into the orb, and a bolt of lightning will shoot across the room. And then it goes back to that weird rainbowy, cloudy stuff. How often is it? It appears to be about every about every ten seconds. One of the orbs will shoot a bolt of lightning off. Can I do? Do I see a pattern in it, or does it seem rather? It seems random for what you roll. Uh, I'll uh, go check Guy also, just to, in case there's anything different there between him and Theo. In case he same situation, everything. Yeah, so the same situation when you look at him. Right. Well, guess I'm on my own on this one. Ah, uh, is anyone here? Call out across the room, just kind of look and see uh, anything else catches my eye. It's... So, you would hear from this decrepit creature and the vo- the first voice you hear is this very weak, very fragile, almost papery sounding voice that just says, who? Who? And then it goes into uh, the voice of it sounds like the voice of your father there. And it kind of echoes a couple other voices from Doric's life as he asked that last question. 
Father, what, what, what is that? We'll uh, cautiously approach the the decrepit thing. Um, so you'll notice as you step closer, um, the two orbs in the back of the room. Mm-hmm. They'll get a bolt from the orbs behind this creature, and those orbs uh, seem to shut off when you pass them. Mm. And you hear the voice will have this heavy, gravelly, almost like it almost sounds kind of like a uh, um, kind of a brimstony type voice of someone finally reaches us. Where are we? What is this place? I just continue to slowly, cautiously get up closer to it. Yeah, so then you ask where this place and you hear you hear uh, just a litany of laughter from all the different voices. It's like this sickly laugh. It's kind of raspy and coughing and just... <laughs> you you join us in our prison uh, I, I wouldn't go that far I'm, I'm just trying to understand what we're here for we're here to to, to, to be in the spire to, to, I, I don't know he's just so thrown off by the laughter and everything and hearing his father's voice that he just has such a hard time even putting words to thought or thought to words uh, as he gets closer towards this thing yeah so as you step up you notice there's a step um, there's a step at the end of the the rug um, that when you step and you kind of step up to there and you notice that on this level there's a little bit of a raised up floor with some steps there's a pedestal If you step up to look at that pedestal, the bolt shoots out, shuts off the last two of these pillars, and then a new light appears seemingly in the middle of the ceiling and lights up the chamber. Is it still that same kind of eerie glow or like actual? No, that this one seems to be a normal light. The only kind of that eerie, foggy glow are from the... the the damaged and boarded up windows behind the figure mm-hmm. and that single uh, orb is still putting out that eerie appearing light. Okay. Uh. And as you look at this pedestal, you see the form in the chair or the bed that's strapped in. Every form is withered, but it seems to cascade through several bodies and forms and faces and it, if you try to concentrate on it it gives you a little bit of a headache because the forms change so rapidly and so fluidly you can't really identify where one form ends and one form begins as this thing just undulates through all these different forms and you'll hear the whispered voice again you you actually are in our prison and it goes to your father's voice that that's not that's not happened in, in 
another voice pops in. I do not know when this has last happened. What, what, what were you put here for? We, we were here to be harvested. Harvested? What do you mean? We, we touch all planes. We touch all worlds. We come from all worlds, all planes, and we touch every reality, even those where you never survived. Uh, well, you sound much greater than I am to say the very least. Um, I'd like to cast Detect Magic to just see what the, if there's anything magical about any of this. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a screen. Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely uh, atrociously <laughs> screaming. Yes, everything in here is magical. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, I figured as much. Um, what you see from your area you look at, everything in this area appears to be of uh, so this creature is just absolutely just bleeding off and just streaming out conjuration magic. Um, and it seems like every time it moves or it kind of like if it if it moves or one of its forms kind of shift, it's almost like there's an effect in the room of a flame pops up somewhere or the you know the water spouts or there's even like little storms that are kind of off in the distance. It seems like every time this thing shifts between forms, that's when the magic effects happen. And it seems to be slower every time, like Im almost imperceptibly so. Mm. What? I don't trust this thing. I don't feel like Doric would either, because it's freaky looking. <laughs> So as you're kind of thinking there, it's you're going to hear your own voice come from this creature. Love it. <laughs> like my thoughts? No, your actual voice. Oh. Like Doric hears himself speak through this creature as it briefly takes his form. Oh, that's weird. I didn't survive the lake that day. At least in my reality. Well, it was more the river that was the challenge, but I, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll, we'll, he'll approach cautiously a little bit closer to it. Is it, res is it restrained? How is it restrained? So... It is strapped into this. So it's, it's like a it's a slab. Okay. It's on a slab, and it's strapped in by the head, both of its arms and its legs, and across its torso several times. And you can see on these straps, they they're a mixture of like a, a leather material, a cloth material. There's um, a couple of them that look like they're even a metal material, and they have these runes on them.
What do what do you want from me? We wish to have our essences be freed. It will leave a fossilized form of us in this world. It will free us from our everlasting torment. Why would I do that for you? Because your world and your reality are dying. I mean, we're trying to stop that, but I... Where are we supposed to find another key for this place? How did we... I don't understand how we got here. Oh. Key, you say? Yes. Keys would allow you to free us. And where would these keys be? We know not. We know there were two. How long have you been here? We know not how to measure passage of time in this place. All we know, we've seen life and death of millions. walk around and think to himself and kind of look look up at the library up up in the stairs is there anything up there uh there may be records and maybe even stories of our home and possibly this place we could not reach them, obviously, as it kind of moves its arm. And when it moves its arm, you're going to notice that up by one of the shelves, this elemental will pop out of a shelf. Let me do that. Uh, an elemental will pop out of the shelf approximately. The wrong thing. Approximately. Uh, the first shelf nearest to you on the stairs, it'll pop out of the shelf. This earth elemental will pop out. And it'll just it'll just go into rage and start smashing these shelves and these books. Books bind like book bindings and pages fly everywhere. Right. Um, and then he'll, the form will move again and the elemental will disappear and the bookshelf will repair itself. Slowly. As the books start to go back together again, the pages get to interwoven back into the binding. The shelves start to rebuild and the books slide back into place. Right. Not going up there, then. 
this place is dangerous everywhere. Well, you seem rather dangerous yourself. Uh, at the mention of that, and as you get closer, this form will it'll take the form of a small child. <laughs> and it's, it just looks up at you. Those of you with eye, the, these eyes that looks up at you are um, the purest purple, like the purest, cleanest for like shade of purple you've ever seen in your life. And it looks at you and says, "We we 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 wish." To not be dangerous, we are forced to be when we got put here. What is your name? We have many names and many faces, forms, and shapes. What? No name that we have would resonate with you. Fine. Nor would you be able to understand it in your basic language. Wonderful. Can I inspect, like, the bindings, uh, the rings and stuff that's that's holding them in place? Yeah. Uh, Perception? Or is that going to be? Um, it depends on how you're looking at them. Um, an arcana would be to determine the, the magical nature of them. Um, you can even look at like a religion to see if there's religious significance to them. Let me uh, yeah, let me do the religion check. So that's something I'm pretty talented. In. I've got a background in that. So. Yeah, so looking at the rune, seeing if I recognize it for like a religious kind of aspect. Thirteen. Oh my <laughs> crap. So, your religion. So, the religious significance, um, you would recognize they're one of the bands. So, it's the, it's the metal bands that go across this many form things arms they bear the iconography so on the metal bands it would bear the iconography of the elder divines on the arms so every one of the elder divine their iconography is on this band mm. So that's Cumulus, the Sisters, Titan, Sentinel, Solara, Luna, Cynthia. The Avatars are there as well. And the Stranger. Who put you here? We... And it will go into another voice and the form changes again. Uh, this one's like a large demonic figure. We were placed here by those who wish to become gods. We are a natural focus point of magics. Is there any obvious way of, like, undoing the, the bindings or anything like that? Or is it just, like, like, are there claps? Is it a button released? A lever to pull? Or anything like that? In that area? So, there is a level, or, sorry, a level? A lever off to the side. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But based on the corrosion and everything else in that lever, it would appear that it'd be very difficult to move. Plus, there seems to be a almost like a cable running from the center um, orb to that lever. You also notice as you're closer now, the slab where this thing lays is attached to all of the orbs through these cabling, like this arcane cable. And you notice two very large tanks that appear to be very corroded. Um, and you'll you'll hear the you'll, you'll hear the thing change forms again. You, your people, imprisoned us, and when they did so, they set up this chamber to channel our energies. This chamber is in such disrepair that we are afraid our energies will cause it to burst. And so freeing you would prevent destroying the world. Freeing us will prevent our power from destroying your world further. There are other powers that are all part of it as well. That's what I'm being lied to. You can totally roll a... Session. Diplomacy... Uh, I guess it would be Diplomacy, Deception, or I guess you could do a Society. I mean, it's all a flat roll anyways for me. It is, for you. So, Alright, I'm going to roll here. Awesome. <clears throat> Four. Mm-hmm. So, I believe what it's saying. <laughs> so... Yes, you believe you, def- you believe you believe it's telling the truth, and based on the um, like the corrosion in the room, and like the disrepair and everything around this room, um, even if you didn't fully believe them, the level of disrepair is very immense. You also notice um, as you're now up closer and it's a little bit clearer, you can see out of these windows, you actually can see the area, you can actually see that clearing you were in. Oh, okay, so that does confirm that we are up in the spire. Not necessarily. Because the clearing you see is kind of this foggy, murky, smoky clearing. It's like you're looking at an illusion of the clearing from these windows. Like you're, you're maybe in like a pocket space. Gotcha. Uh, but you were looking at the bands, and you do notice that there are two keys, like two key slots, at the base of the slab. So I know when we left the king and all that kind of stuff, they gave us two thirds of the keys. Who was carrying those? Um. <laughs> That, my friend, would rely on you. I didn't put it in my inventory. <laughs> I, I don't have any keys. <laughs> but would you be willing to free us? 
That is the question. Or would you leave us to our torment? This is against my baby judgment. If I were to free, no harm would become to me or my companions from you or anything that you would direct, would it? Um, I cannot make that promise in good faith because I am not sure what will happen once we are released and our magics and powers are no longer being siphoned. <laughs> so, no guarantee of my safety. But it seems like a bad idea. We can say we have no desire to harm you. You are not of those who imprisoned us. Well, at least there's that. Well, uh, you said there's bindings on the feet, the hands, the chest, and the head. Yes. I'll go and inspect, like, touch one of the ones that's down at the feet. You touch the binding? Yeah. I need you to roll a will save. Nineteen. Okay. So... You feel, when you touch this binding, you feel this urge inside, like deep inside you, to... The urge you feel is to kill this thing. Oh, lovely. And you're able to kind of force it down, force it out of your mind, and then you look at this creature as it shifts to another form. And it's just kind of... It's looking at you with its purple eyes. This might be harder than we think. You you need to release the keys. Or choose to release the keys. I know not the actual methodology. I have been here too long and do no and no longer remember what the old one said. I'll go down to the lock and poke the lock with my finger like my finger is a key Let's see what happens uh, give me a will save 11 so when you touch this lock your your presence you feel this pull and then you once again see only white and when you wake up you're looking at you're looking at this room when it's completely undamaged. The windows are all in perfect repair. The tanks look like they're brand new. All the cabling's new. Uh, the sparking that you saw previously doesn't seem to be as vicious. And this many-formed creature is being strapped into this slab as an elf, a dwarf, a human, and a... It looks like maybe a a dragon are in this chamber. Do they have any like can I tell by their alignment or not their alignment, but by their clothes if they 
like who they're associated with or anything like that. Yeah, you can give a check for that. Ah, a natural one for eight. So you don't recognize anything on here, and then as you're watching this, you see the the dwarf and the elf are strapping these bindings in as the human is carving the runes. And the dragon is standing, is basically sitting along on the carpeting that led up into this chamber as it is reciting these ancient words. And you notice as it recites these words, the many-formed creature will shift and scream as these runes as they're carved in light up in this magical light and then they go dark again and then one by one by one and you start seeing the orbs turn on and there's this this hum of noise in this chamber as you see this many formed creature starts to shift and change and alter and every time it shifts and change and alters the cabling along the floor will sh- will course in this purple color they coalesce in the orbs and then shoot back towards the orb up at the center of the room and the tanks start to fill. And you hear the elf as they're carving say, we are getting close to having everything secured for the grand ritual. And the human will say, yes, we will finally get Lestros get him into a form that we can capture for our own uses. And the ritual goes on as more of these runes and then the the coursing of magic and shifting and just this discombobulated um, process goes and happens. And then you see white again and then you kind of come back to and you're sitting on your butt at the base of the slab and the creature looks at you and says did 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 i did i cause you harm i don't think it was you necessarily but uh i did see the men that put you here oh remind me who less right is Lesros um, is the the younger deity of magic. Uh, magic ambitions. Um, Lesros is the principal deity in the old, uh, in the a lot of the old standing guilds of mages. Um, he is their patron deity. Um, also, you know from your religious teachings that Lesros. Lestros was cast down from the Pantheon, and that is when magic took on its harmful turn and bend. Once he was no longer in the Pantheon, magic became dangerous. So they were... So do you think that this guy is Lestros, or are they trying to harness his power to get to him? 
that is uh, up to what you and Dork believe is I happening. Know, yeah. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> right. Well, I want to go look at the give the bats a, a closer look real quick. Like, are there, are there any holes, or are they just rusted and worn out? Like, so. Give me a. Let's see. Let's see. Let's a good check for this. <laughs> okay, so I have a couple ideas here. You can do a uh, crafting to check to see if they're you know they're still sealed or if there's possible leaks like that kind of thing. Um, you could do an arcana to see what the nature of these tanks are. Or, I think you could do a perception to visually inspect them to see possibly if there's anything that stands out to you. I'm just going to do the visual inspection of it. Uh, I rolled a 13 plus 7, so dirty 20. Okay, so you notice that in the tank closest to you, and you went to the tank that's on the right hand side of the room at the back yeah. you notice as that as you're standing underneath that tank every so often there's this trickle of purple fluid that flows from this tank where is it flowing and there's multiple spots around the tank um, you'll oh, notice so the first like bit a, you like see a, is it's not like a hose running out of it no, it's like the tank has a couple leaks in different places. I'm gonna touch the purple goop to see what it is. I'll get a better idea of it. Okay, you're gonna touch the purple goop. Like just do, take, do, just do, take do, like do, two do. fingers and gently touch it. See how viscous what it is. If it's something that I've seen before. Like would have any frame of reference on. Alright, so I first need you to do a... Let's go with an endurance save. Is it not endurance? Oh, sorry, fortitude. My oh, bad. okay. Gotcha. Had the wrong, wrong, wrong right. word in my I head. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 16. A 16. Yeah. So you're able to, when you touch this stuff, you notice that when you touch it, um, it, as soon as it touches your skin, like it, it looks almost like a watery substance, but as soon as it touches your skin, it just, it just, like, it just basically disappears or vanishes off of it. Doesn't actually touch your skin. But the area that it touched has a effect here. I need to find the thing I'm looking for. There's the thing I'm looking for. So in the area that your that touched your hand, 
suddenly from that spot in your hand flows two gallons of water. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, give, give me a perception while you're standing there. Thirteen. So you'll notice um, while you're kind of standing there looking at this tank, looking at your hand where this water just flowed out of. As you stand there, you kind of be able to see out the windows a little bit. You see that um, off in the woods, away from the tower, as a burst of this purple liquid comes out of the tank and hits the floor, mm-hmm. a mini tornado is formed outside of this chamber and it, like pulls a tree out of the ground and disappears it disappears oh my oh i'll get back to the i don't know what to call it creature or whatever it is that's in prison but... look i don't think that this that helping you is a good idea or a bad idea i'm honestly kind of torn on what whether to help you or not, but you seem to be honest. And so he'll put his hand on one of the straps by on, on the arm and try to un- and try to like break it, undo it, release it in some form or fashion. They do not budge. They do not budge. Okay, so. But I need a will save of course you as do. you touch of course the you strap. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. So this time you feel an urge. Um, Doric will feel this urge. And the urge is to throw himself through the window. Oh, well, that's not healthy. He'll take a step back from it. So. And it, the form will say, uh, be careful with the straps. They have, I think, ancient and dangerous magics in them. Yes, I saw the runes earlier. Apparently, uh, force is not going to be the best way to get this, get you free. Uh, so he'll go look over at that lever again that seemed rusted in place and give it a good strong tug at the very least to see if it if it will move at all. Um, so it does not move much at all, but when you do kind of pull at it and tug at it, you'll notice that a, um, a blast will come off of that orb. Mm-hmm. You'll hear the creature scream, and it sounds like ten or so voices at once, and then all four of the uh, orbs turn back on and they go back to their normal operation. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think you enjoyed that very much. Um, it seems like it. It's writhing in moving on the slab uh, you'll notice more of the liquid comes out of the tanks more effects happen out of the windows the bolts start happening again and this creature can no longer speak as it is just in between screams and gasps 
Okay. I'll bet you how bad I am. Oh. can if you would like a hint you may roll an intelligence roll which is a flat 20 for yeah. you so, I feel like I've got to find the keys but I have no idea where to begin that's a 17 so you would remember from earlier the conversation with this creature, mm -hmm. it asked if you are willing to set it free. Uh, yep, it did. Uh, okay. I guess I'll, I'll look at it as it rides and think of, I I am willing to set you free from your from your imprisonment. Just declare it out loud. So when you do that, you see white again as the room fades away and all feeling of this out-of-body experience fades away and you're just left to the empty void once again. So, did you hear that they've made it to the Eastern Spire? Yes. We saw them on the approach, and I sent some novices after them to try to harass them a little bit, give them, give them a reason to move quicker. That's good. Uh, it sounds like they've made it in there, and they're starting along... Hopefully they're starting along the path that, we're, that we need them to pass in order to restore our power we once had. Well, even if they don't in this tower, there's still the others to hopefully steer them in the way we're looking to steer them. Maybe maybe we can actually free Lestros and bring him back to us. Uh, if we did that, that would be excellent. If they let him free and they release all of the all the bindings that hold him away from us, maybe we can and we can once again find our power and our strength again. And who knows? Maybe one day be able to rebuild our empire. Uh, we'll definitely be able to rebuild our empire. To think that we won't, that's just... That's basically treason. Treasonous thoughts. We'll have it rebuilt. And we'll have it at the uh, behest of those pesky agents. And their lapdogs. They'll build it for us. And for the cost of a few novices, we can even have them build it for us for essentially free. We just gotta give them a nudge in the right direction. Here's hoping that they uh, decide to free the creature in the Eastern Tower because that'll make our job a lot easier as getting for getting Lestros back. We need to gather the essences 
Or better, let the agents gather them for us. I like that idea. Do you think Mabari's in, interested in this plan? Mabari's the one who came up with this plan. Sad, too bad she uh, is stuck in her new form. Uh, she's not quite as powerful as she used to be. Though, don't let her know we said that. Well, of course not. She still terrifies me. Even if she isn't a dragon anymore. Yes. She may not be a dragon anymore, but that does mean that we can we can keep a closer eye on her. Hopefully she won't betray us like the others did. Yeah. That was a bad day when the dragons turned against us. Our ancestors paid for that. And I think that was part of the ploy of the gods, was to make the dragons view us as threats. So they would stop us in our tracks for the salvation and their rebuilding of our, our once mighty empire. They did, they did think that we would be destroyed and disabled if we let them go. But little did they know we had a, we had a secret plan. They took out, they took out the weak links in our structure, leaving us to rebuild in the shadows. And it's better to rule from behind the curtain, keeps us insulated from any troubles that we would otherwise come across if we were out in front of it all. That's actually a really good thought on process on that. I do like it. Do you think Mabari will want to stay behind the scenes? No, I have a feeling Mabari will not enjoy staying behind the scenes. It's not really her style. She's more direct. So what's our plan for her? I happen to know of a device that we stole from one of the temples. That if we were to give it to her and convince her to use it, it'll get her out of our hair. What do you mean out of her hair? <laughs> I mean, last I heard, the last person to use it was uh, no longer around, so I don't know if it meant that they were teleported away, if they were killed, moved to a different time. Who knows? It's part of the chaos of magic itself. Maybe we can send Mabari somewhere far, far away where she can't interfere in our plans, and we can rebuild and grow once again. That'd be good. Hopefully we can make our way forward and progress and without the mingling of the former dragons we no longer have anybody holding us back that is the beauty of it and i know just the perfect people to get her to use the items we need to get her in front of these agent dogs because if she's fighting them and they challenge her, she'll hopefully go into a desperate desperate move and use a powerful item that uh, we were we will find and give to her as a gift, as a way to keep her 
keep her keep her with us. You know, show her that we're still a part of the same team, and that she can trust us to achieve our goals and to bring her bring her and the other dragons back to their original forms. Because that is what our fathers promised, did they not? Yes, that's what our fathers promised, but we don't necessarily have to follow that same promise, do we? And that's where we have to end the uh, solo for Doric. <laughs> well, that was definitely interesting. <laughs> I want to try. I want to do something a little differently. I thought this would be a good different thing. Yeah, to no, mess with. I enjoyed it. I just suck at puzzle stuff. So. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a different sort of uh, take on a puzzle. Yeah. Oh, well. But um, so we won't do the usual um, all the different calls and stuff. I would like for you to make a call out for Discord and the rating review, please. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, if you've enjoyed my solo adventure here. Feel free to give us a rating and review. Uh, of course, if you thought I did a great job, give me those five stars. Uh, if not, I'm not really sure how good I did. If you think I made a good decision in being willing to let this creature go, uh, or if you think I missed some obvious hint, which is very likely uh, that uh, Silver said, you know, give me a lower. That's fine. I get it. I understand. But let me know why. Um, so, you know, Give us those rating reviews. Let us, you know, tell your friends about us if you've enjoyed this. Uh, we'd love to have more folks join our community uh, as we work our way through Silver's uh, world here. Uh, and of course, you can always come chat with us on Discord. Uh, it's a great little app. Uh, or if you're on a Mac, it's a website because there's they don't have a they don't have a Discord app, app for it. it. Yes, you can you. you um, you can no, use the Discord no, app on I'm, an I'm, I'm in iPhone, but you can't time. on a Mac. That seems backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's not in the, it's not in the iStore. But uh, you know, hey, pop on there. We love to talk to folks. Uh, always making some kind of jokes, talking about our day, talking about this atrocious heat that almost all of us are experiencing. Uh, you know, and just a peek behind the curtain of the people that you listen. And sadly, we can't make any jokes about the tiny man behind the curtain because I don't think any of us are very small. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't really have any small people anymore in uh, this this uh, group of people. Uh, but um, I guess yes, you know, if uh, if Discord is not your thing, which I get it, it can be it can be overwhelming sometimes. Um, we like we keep ours pretty 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 light, but you know, it can still be overwhelming for some people. Uh, we do have social medias that. Um, I know a variety of us follow and interact with. Um, I haven't been very good about it, but um, that's going to be changing here in the near future because I'm going to have some free time once again, finally. So I know I, I know we have um, Fate's Rest on Twitter, well X, formerly Twitter, whatever you want to go with. That's still weird. I don't, I don't get it. It's it's different. 
Uh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook, we do every week. There is uh, art about the episode. Um, those are always interesting to see because they're just, they're just, they're different because the person who does it doesn't hear the episode, makes the art based on name, and then sees if they were right. So it's a fun little thing. Um, outside of that, I know, um, I personally, I need to get on our Instagram account because I want to share the maps I've made and tweaked because I do share those on my account, but I haven't done it with this account yet. So that's something I've been trying to do on there is share the maps and stuff. I guess our theme, our themes are going to be weird in this run because I'm going to try to not make them too similar to the other themes, but they're all going to be kind of along the same lines. So, um, I think for this theme of the week, let's hear about, um, atmosphere. Like when you're in a situation like this one here, where it was this atmospheric kind of cloudy, rainbowy, inky sort of lighting and, um, everything was decrepit and old and worn down. Like what are some of those atmospheric, um, moments that you have experienced in either your games or as a GM. We'll go with some atmospheric moments. As always, we love you love and you. goodbye. Bye.